guest on the bench. Secret snack. Mako mermaids. And I'm still riding, even in quarantine. Looking like a true survivor. Acting like a real Benjolene. And I'm still riding after all this time. I'm still riding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woo! One, two, three, four. Sitting on the bench. Writing's really hard. We need another snack. And that is just a fact. Oh, oh. Hi, this is Shauna. And this is Trisha. And this is Two Girls on a Bench. The podcast. We write on the bench. We snack on the bench. And most of all, we procrastinate, procrastinate on the, the bench. bench. <laughs> and that's what we do. That's what we do. Not I, this week, baby. It's been a busy week with live stream this, for the cure, man. This bench has been on fire. This bench is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we had a great time. Thank you for everybody that tuned in and donated, especially today is the last day. And I know when this is out, it'll be over. But we've already reached like $11,000. Amazing. Which is over the 10K Go, goal. Nick. So we're hoping, or as Trisha calls him, Nikki. Nikki, as his grandmother character that I'm, she created. I'm his grandma now. <laughs> so yeah, and uh, it, it's been a blast. Um, we had so much fun. We made a, a salsa salad with Nick uh, live. You guys and can then... catch it. Like they're gonna repost things on Twitch and YouTube and stuff, so you'll be able to catch Super it if funny. you missed it. But it was really fun. And now we've up the ante. We have to make a live snack every year. Now this is the second year in a row we've made a live snack. There was a lot of talk of Instapot. Yes. Which terrifies me. It could but be I good. must do it. It'll be fun. And Nikki's going to get one from his grandma for Christmas. Nikki's or they're going to live stream for the Instapot. Grandma's going to be like, Nikki, what can I get you for Christmas? <laughs> He's going to be like an Instapot grandma. Because that sounds, <laughs> I sound just like Nick right now. Yeah, and also like his grandma, currently, mm-hmm. who we've never met. This is Nick from Epic Film Guys, by the way. Epic oh, yeah. Film Guys. We're just, we just talk about everybody, you know, because we're like, like famous. Like you know him. Yeah. Like you know him. I'm like. I'm all Madonna. It's just me and, you know. Nick. Will. <laughs> Smith. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Us and and, and, no, it's Jamie Foxx because he lives in the area. He actually does live. My son has a picture with him. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. I know. You should have given him our card. Just us and Tina. Can you just give? Just kidding. She lives in New York. She's not here. Okay. Damn it. All right. So, anyway, whatever. Bye. Okay. So, we have a quote. Yes. To start us off, that's about writing because that's what this podcast is about. That's right. When it's not about snacks and everything else. Okay. Here's the quote. Write as though nobody's watching because nobody's watching. Dan Brown. You could add during quarantine at the end of that very easily. I love that so much. It's true. <laughs> because it's like, what do we think? Like, everyone's like. Judging. Eh, that's not good. It's like, nobody's, yeah. nobody cares. Like, nobody's yeah. watching you write. Like, just yeah. do your shit, get it done, and like, shut up. You I know? love and it. And Dan Brown's written like a bajillion books. Yes. He's one of those prolific writers that's like. Uh, so what's his big one? Angels and Demons. That's not the oh, big one. No, um, the the big Da Vinci big Code. Da Vinci Code. Thank you. I'm all, I'm like, Angels and Demons. Is I was like Jurassic that. Park, and then I'm like, no, that's not him. I know, I know. And then I, you're I all, pulled, Dan Brown. You wrote Jurassic. Park. I pulled out Da Vinci like, Code out of my ass. So thank you. You did you're welcome because I you're like. I also, only... I like those movies. I haven't read the books, but I like the movies. You didn't read the books, really? No, I didn't read. How da did Vinci I read Code. them? I don't know. I feel like my sister-in-law or somebody gave me like Angels and Demons and the Da Vinci Code. You know Code, what? Actually, and they're pretty effed up. They're good. I'm pretty sure they're I really read. Good. I might have read Angels and Demons on a plane trip. Like got the book at the yeah. store. The like airport. had like a paperback. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And but I don't remember reading the Da Vinci Code. I just it's, remember watching it. It's good. it's like Tom Hanks. Yeah. Aww. No, it's a good yeah. movie. I it's like the movie. A lot of fun. Not, I mean, that's maybe not it's, the right word. But it's like interesting because it, it, it's, it's grounded in some real yeah. conspiracy theories, which make a lot of fucking sense. And like, which make all of us that like that shit get like really excited. Yes. You know, you're like, whoa, 100%. Like best, you know, you're like crazy priests whipping themselves. Like, no, this I love guy it. Because like, there's know. a lot of history in everything he writes, which is what makes it feel so real and possibly some of it is the illuminati all of that stuff well, like it's very know. interesting and i don't want to know but we i don't do want to know we don't know what we don't know i just want to read 
fiction about it because that makes me happy. And then I listen to some podcasts about it too. So then that's good. Last yeah. night I was watching this show called Colts and Something. And <laughs> Colts and Something. I love that show. Colts and stuff. <laughs> no, it was like, I can't, maybe it's like Colts and Extreme Lit. I can't remember the name of the show, but. It's, it's really good, and, like, they were just going through different stuff, and um, Children of God or the Family International, as it's called now, is yes. a really big cult that's been around for a long time, and it's super fucked up, and I was just, like, and I've listened to things and heard things, and, you know, I mean, I've just, like, I follow a lot of this stuff, and so it was just another interesting thing to help me drift off to sleep at night, you know? <laughs> hey, there's some fucked I've up been shit. reading, um, Good night. I bought my husband John, John's biography for oh. Christmas. But he hasn't read it, and so I've been trying to get off screen time, as you know, and so I've been Good. trying to read his book at night, and it's so funny. Like in my head, I have to do a, an English accent, but I, I'm I'm really bad at it. But like it's written in his accent, like the way he talks. So when you read it in your mind, habit, is, is it English? your English? It's, accent? it's my English accent. Really? You can't do his. No, English it's accent? his English oh. accent in my mind. <laughs> But I'll try and say something out loud, and I'm like, that's not right. So if everybody's in, we can do, like, an audiobook of Trisha reading oh, it man. in an English accent, and that could maybe I make could us read all an, the money I that we need excerpt. to so get us through. Quite like, a few people who donated, like, Stephanie Hammerwold was, like, the best gift we could ever give her are more of my accent, she wrote us. Oh, uh, and we didn't, okay, so here's the thing, folks, like, we couldn't see the chat because we don't. I don't know. There we was, don't know how to do all no, of the. It tech wasn't stuff. our fault because other people who were on the live stream later couldn't see the chat. When you're on the live stream, it's like you see the person and you see something else and you can't see the chat. So we never knew what was going on I in the I chat. I think I should have had it on my phone. We should have been looking at yeah. it, and so now we know for next year. But like, so we're sorry if we missed comments because they would tell us some of them, and then some of them we didn't know. So I went back and read them all. Thank you so much for everybody <laughs> that gave. But I had had like three bottles of wine at that point. Trisha's going to have to do some accents later. I do. I or owe, maybe now. <clears throat> I owe everybody a little bit of accent. <laughs> that was that was cockney. So I watched, I told this at this last week, but I watched Waiting for Guffman. And there's a part oh, yeah. at the end where when he's like, doing... no, there's a part at the end where he's like, I'm going to be in like, you know, my fair lady. And I'm, I have to learn about you know, the English accent, the Cockney accent. He's all, and I'd just be like, L-R-U. <laughs> and I, for like a day, and then randomly just by myself, I walk around my house and I'm like, L-R-U. And that I'm like, sounds like me. It was like horrible and hilarious and I love him. Anyway, okay. That's awesome. Sorry. Thank you. I love it but so much. Yeah, so I was going to say something else. Oh, I know. Okay, so side cult chat on the bench side or whatever. Cult it's always on my mind. <laughs> So I was telling Trisha that I don't think I've said this in the podcast, but sometimes I don't know if it's like live or real or if I told you or I said it in my <laughs> or head. Or you texted me or we talked yeah. about it on the phone. Like, I'm not sure. It's very confusing. Everything is blending together. We but keep I've, saying we were together yesterday, but we weren't. But like, all the days, are the, you know how this is with, with quarantine or everybody, like every yes. day feels like 100 years. So you're yes. like, it was like last week and it was like four months ago or it was yesterday. <laughs> like, you're not even sure. So I was telling Trisha that like so my audiobook fascination has been <laughs> oh, yeah. learning everything I can about the FLDS cult which is the fundamentalist um, Latter-day Saint so not the regular Latter-day Saints you guys are great they always help out with all the charities yeah, I work agree. in and they I mean you do what you do I, I'm not going to judge your religion because you all show up and do shit and I appreciate that but the FLDS is like cult and it's crazy. And they're the ones that have polygamy yeah. and child brides and all the crazy shit. Yeah. So you I have, shunned and you can't go back to your family if you leave and all no, that it's stuff. It's just like yeah. a huge mess. And so I have been listening. This I'm on like my fifth book. Wow. I'm not even kidding you. Like I got up because there's so many stories and there's like a few like key people. And then they all had wives and like children wives and sister wives and whatever. And so a lot Jeez. of them that left have written books. And yeah. one was a boy who was like. A nephew of Warren Jeffs, who's like the main guy that ran it. Mm -hmm. And so I like literally, I almost know the family tree now, which I'm really excited about in a stupid way. You seem very proud. I'm very knowledgeable. <laughs> Just for Maybe no Maybe on one. the side we can do a cult cast. I mean. Because, I mean, well, there's already some that are really good. I don't people, think we There's a lot to. of people doing great stuff. I listen to all those too, but I just like got on my own personal like independent study of FLDS. I yeah. I love it. I'm all when I go to bed at night, it's just so easy to listen to. 
Anyway, <laughs> I, I don't know what's wrong with me. It's just like I get like like obsessed about a weird thing. Like I got a, I got like that a little bit about like Jim Jones. Like I read a bunch of stuff and watched a bunch of stuff about him, and then I got a I'm little bit weird that way about, about Manson, Elton John. Right now, I started. See, that seems healthy. I watched Rocket Man for like the third time because that I love that movie. I and don't you're care reading what you his say. biography. I mean, reading his biography, which obviously the movie is based on. And then I'm like watching interviews of him after the movie and like interviews of him. He has an Apple Music radio station. See, that seems healthy to me. He's like cultivating young artists. Like he cultivated like people like Billie Eilish before they were famous. He's like trying to like, he's obsessed with charting music and like where music is and finding new music. And so his obsession is like this this show now where he like tries to chat with new artists and get them heard because he was a new artist that somebody got heard you know what i mean what is sweetheart right just and I uh, mean, like his life was so hard you sweetheart. have to watch the movie it's no, on Hulu I now i don't know why yeah. i haven't watched it and you it's watch just it. it kind of slipped by i feel like because we were just busy with life i went after the queen one right away well i um and then i didn't see that one. i went but to now new york I've for work it. and i saw it on the plane and then i was obsessed waiting for it to come out on you know, rentable or whatever, because I wanted to watch it on a big TV. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have seen it on the big screen, but now right. I can watch it over and over again on Hulu, and I can watch my favorite parts several times. Which I so also like to do Trisha about does. music numbers. <laughs> she watches things over and over. Again. I love musicals, but like certain parts, not like the whole like thing. Zoe's extraordinary playlist. I've probably watched every single episode four times. Oh my like, god! I just watched the best drunk history of that chick. The redhead chick. Oh, she's in and it. And <gasps> she no, she's like the host. Yeah. Her and the chick from Good Girls, the blonde one, the oh messed up one. Oh my god, please. The I two want that. of them. And they're like rolling. She's like an alien tattoo on her arm. Yeah, they're literally yeah. like rolling on the ground like stupid oh, drunk. It's I really have to see that. It's really funny. Oh, you have to watch I would it. love that. Okay. I was like, I love them. It's Jane something oh, they have names and i don't know what they are and it's the chick from zoe's playlist and the chick from good girls uh, if you so like just watch if it. you like musicals or if you have a heart at all you will like zoe's playlist <laughs> if you have a heart playlist. at all i like resisted it Ma- mostly because trisha kept texting me like musical numbers and like this is so shitty of me because Sorry, but like they're Mandy always Moore, good. They're always good. Mandy Moore, not the singer, but Mandy Moore, the choreographer from So You Think You Can Dance fame and also before that in have Broadway. We, have we talked about this already? Yes. Okay. I'm and sorry. she choreographs all of Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist and it's so amazing. No, and you can tell by her, by just watching if it. If I was a choreographer, I would choreograph like her. Like that's exactly how my choreography was back in the day. Like it was a lot like her. She's a badass. She's and so I was like, whatever. And then better. I was like, fine. I just started watching with my daughter and then like and then we got like, really into it's it it's amazing yeah no and i knew it would be but i'm just like sometimes i get weird about like i know when something's gonna be good i don't want to see it well you and i watched or if it's gonna make we me watch feel a trailer a for it i remember on the podcast and i was like i don't want to watch that it looks stupid because it was yeah. just like this happy pretty girl and like playlist Bleh. and i was like Bleh. yeah and we watched a preview for it and i'm like that's what it's like come in and then you showed me like one of the dance numbers and i was like all right i'll watch it and then thankfully my daughter liked it too so then it gave us something to do you have a soul the dance numbers like make your soul weep (laughs) give a soul (laughs) if you're any kind of person like you and lewis may alcott and little women (laughs) with your daughter i'm like if you want to be a bitch about it you can but also you could watch this extraordinary work and be happy i mean i thankfully you know it's that and mermaid shows for me and my kid and i still have this dream of doing this like make a mermaid one day dude podcast that's like a fan cast it's gonna be steve the devil roommate and there's a mermaid on it no yep i was just gonna do the straight up fan cast all right and you were gonna have to join a podcast about make a mermaid yeah oh Oh, okay who's in make a mermaid on the bench Mako Mermaids is a Hashtag weird bench show mermaids to get into. It's like these Australian mermaids. All the actresses you end up here, on guys. CW shows later in the Hashtag US. Hashtag bench mermaids. If you want it, I'm tell all, us. She was on the originals. She was on the vampire tires. <laughs> oh my god, I love these girls. And then I'm like, they were like five years old or like fifteen or like maybe probably like eighteen or twenty. But like I'm like, they're mermaids. And I'm like, because it's Australian. And I'm just like loving it. And everyone wants to love it. Oh, Heather from Some Power Pod, which made me think of Australia, but she's from New Zealand, um, was on the live stream too. And she also said more accents are are part of her joy. Do you want to do one to lead us out to Snackbook? What do you want to talk about? You want to talk about your chips? (laughs) In, In a New Zealand accent? I don't know. I just, I. 
I, I'm one of those people. Okay, I'm I'll do very a, observational. I'll do a New Zealand. I see chips in front of I'm me. I'm gonna do a New Zealand accent into snack book. Here we go. I'm from New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have some chips. Name. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna stop it now because it was horrible. It was fucking horrible. <laughs> Snackbook. It's not on brand if it doesn't suck. <laughs> I was just like, there's like these. I'm times sorry, New Zealand. I'm sorry, just the whole country. New I, Zealand, <laughs> New Zealand. At least you can do that. Like I can't really. New Zealand, New Zealand, New Zealand. <laughs> Look, I'm teaching cannot, you, and I'm not good at it either. I cannot copy you. Also. <laughs> Which is amazing because Trisha can sing and play music, and I can't. But for some reason, but I can't do it with an accent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if music and this are not the same, so good to know. It's not the same. I mean, I can I can sing things like on a note, but I don't. I'm nothing that is extraordinary about that. It's not Trisha's extraordinary song. <laughs> Trisha's extraordinary <laughs> accent list. This is a new show. This is okay. hashtag Trisha's Extraordinary So I'm pulling accent. out a secret snack. I brought it the other day, <laughs> Trisha, in my purse. And then I forgot to bring it out because we were Aww. like just doing a bunch You're of like stuff. like a weird grandma. Is it with the old tissues? No. it's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's some old ketchup packets I took from a McDonald's. Surprise! It's a cold apple pie from a week no, ago. Yeah, no, it's a... Score bar. Score. The chocolate bar. <laughs> Germany. Is it from Germany? I don't know. Oh. Well, David Hasselhoff, which is, who is not from Germany, by the way, but he's big in Germany. It's from Hershey, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Yeah. It just seems like score. <laughs> it should be like German. Score. It's like, yeah, there's like Vikings. Or... This is delicious chilled, which I agree with. I like, so, I like the chilled like, score bar. We found that only like this one liquor store has these. It's really weird. And I mean, so the other day my husband went there and he came back and he threw like five score bars at me that's and I was awesome like, you're the best person in the world he's all i'm so like, glad like a deck of cards he's all Boom. and i was like i'm gonna take one to trisha and then i left it in my purse and forgot but you're lucky i didn't eat it because <laughs> i normally would but i was like no i have to take this for trisha it's okay i just admitted i ate all the leftover m&ms from our last snack book so we're good <laughs> we're even those are good mm-hmm i'm crunching the toffee delicious the score bar is a Oh, come on. You know what a score bar Yummy is. Yummy piece of toffee covered in chocolate. And it's so good. And the there's toffee... a Ben and Jerry's ice cream with hunks of score bar in it. Oh, so good. Score bar and Heath bar are not the same. No. I'm sorry to tell you, Heath bar. No offense to you. You're yeah. a good sub when I can't get score bar, but it's better. I don't know why. My mom used to make this English toffee for Christmas. It tasted just like a score bar, but oh. if it had like pecans sprinkled on the top like sprinkled on the top like chopped up but it tasted like a score bar i swear the toffee part the candy part i tried to make it year after year and i kept giving it away as ice cream topping because it would melt and not make a bar <laughs> I, I couldn't like get the candy there's a temperature thing with candy where you have to have the hard boil stage Candy's, at a certain point that stresses me it's out really hard that it's, you make candy. it's really hard to do the hard boil stage so i don't make candy anymore because it made me cry. It used to make you cry. Me and you went through a phase, though, when we were making, like, seasonal candies on sticks. What do you call that? Pa uh, oh, oh, the uh, molded chocolate. Yeah. <clears throat> like Amal, like what do you Easter call candy, like a sucker with a when flower. When we used to have a blog, we had this whole, like, series of, like, we made like a chi little chicken. Yeah, chicken. I still have the molds, like a bunny. I've made them a couple times and for my we kids. Would, they were actually really. You pretty. melt the chocolates and you put them in the mold with a little lollipop stick, and it's not hard to do. But but if you try and do multicolor, it is. My remember? mom used to hand paint the molds, okay. let it dry, Wait, and then this. pour in the chocolate. And so her rabbits looked like actual like rabbits from like 
Peter Rabbit. Yeah, and like the chickens that we made looked like they had Botox because yes. they had like very or like collagen implants because like very big lips because we couldn't like do like a little we couldn't like get mouth. our little brushes with the ch- we couldn't paint with chocolate which is like very difficult and somehow my mom was able to do it. She made the most beautiful Easter baskets. I did not know till I was like twelve years old that she made all the candy. Like that's, that's how fucking beautiful insane. it was. Like, we never had store-bought candy. This you know year, I, mean? I gave my daughter a bag of Takis and I mean, an Easter basket. it is I what mean. it is. <laughs> <laughs> no. I bought just a bunch of candy from the store, too. Because it was, like, during quarantine also. And I wasn't going to, like, try no. and make candy. What? But we were, like, in this, like, fun phase for a minute where we were, like, we're going to make... This is what we're going to do. My daughter was, like, two. I don't know why. You were, like, let's make the candy like your mom. We, we used got, to have we bought a mold. more time on our hands. Yeah. I guess. And then we just wanted to see if we could do it. It and was we, kind of like a dare. We did it. We did it. And I gave it to her, and she enjoyed it a lot. But, They're like, fun. they were ugly. <laughs> Not all of them. The ones that we try, didn't try to do a ton with were, like, yeah, fine. Yeah, like the center flower brown and the rest yellow. That yeah, worked out. Perfect. Or try like, to paint a face on it. Or no. like Easter eggs. Those yeah, are hard. That have like a design. Oh, yeah. Like a squiggly in yeah, the middle. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. I don't, I don't know why I'm talking make them all one color. Right now, but I don't know seems, either. It was like recent. Like a couple months ago. Or like last week. Because like, I don't know what, <laughs> what day it is ever. So today is brought to you by Score Bar. Thank you, Shauna. Brought to you by the liquor store that's the only one in the region that sells Score Bar. They don't have it at any of the grocery stores. I know because I've looked. Wow. <laughs> You think that would be a grocery store thing? Weird. Only Heath Bar. Hmm. And when you want a score bar and there's only Heath Bar, you want a fucking score bar. It doesn't work. Like, you can't. I don't even Give like. Give me that score bar. So it's weird because I don't go for a lot of candy bars, but this is my one. And the other one is pe- Peppermint Patty. Yeah. <laughs> Your Peppermint Patty. I don't know why. I could go, like, to town on that and this. But, like, I'm not like, eh, peanut butter cups. Like, Edgar really likes those. And, like. I like those. I'd have like one or two, but I'm not like, oh my God, I could eat like a hundred. No, I, like I could eat more. like a bunch of like peppermint patties, weirdly. Like I got like I a like bag of too. those during Easter because yeah. they're dark chocolate. Is that mm-hmm. why I like them? And they're yes. fresh. My mom, <laughs> my mom also liked peppermint panties and she liked score and like dark, there was dark chocolate M&Ms that came out. Yeah. I mean, like she knew what was yeah. going on. It's like, if you're going to do it, do it right. Do it all the way. Get yeah. what you Don't want. Don't fuck around. Don't eat or those like, Ritz sports bars. There was like a marzipan dark chocolate one I used to get her every year at Cost uh, Plus for like Rit. her birthday. Yeah, Rit? or Rit. Something like that. I know you're talking about. It's like foreign. It's square. <laughs> Everybody's screaming at the... They have all different flavors. They have like cornflake and milk oh, chocolate. Oh, no, they have like so all many. They have them at like Trader Joe's <clears throat> But there's maybe? like Yeah, they do. But like at Cost Plus, they had every flavor. They have like hazelnuts yeah. or like cornflake. There's like a dark chocolate marzipan one. marzipan one. That was her favorite. Love Mars Mars with some dark chocolate. You and my mom, you and my mom bonded over that. Like I was like, I got to be a fan of marzipan like in my late twenties. I wasn't when I was a kid. I wasn't. So we talked about marzipan before because our well, it's not coconut. It's like almond. No, the the flavor of it bugged me. Yeah, almond. Maybe like the texture Mm -hmm. too. No, because sometimes like textures like weird Mm -hmm. for people. Our friend Larissa, that was our Mm. roommate in college, she her mom would send her. These little, because Mars pants are cool, so cute. Because they make little, like, artistic yeah. things out of them. So her mom would send her these little potatoes, and she'd be like, the little potatoes. And she was, like, really funny about so stuff cute. like that. She and loved the little tiny things. So they looked like a little potato, but they yeah. were marzipan. Yep. And they were just pure marzipan. My mom liked those, too. I got her, like, a set one year. God, it was, like, all so different, good. like, a little pig and, like, little animals and stuff. Like, they're cute. They do that with maple candy, too, oh. which is, like also delicious if you're gonna go all out for like crazy sugar just do it get some maple candy and then jesus jog. yeah and then you'll be like i'm gonna like go around the block and like maybe stay up all night and, like paint my living room like i don't know like it's a lot of sugar it's just like pure Instead sugar of cocaine you just do straight marzipan now like or straight like um maple candy maple candy in, like, sorry or yes. like on the east coast Anyway, this has been a weird candy talk, but I like All it. Good. It's it's a theme. It went well. So, uh, not to rush us out, but we have another <laughs> segment we're trying to do for live stream. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna talk about candy. Out of here. Shut up about it's your fucking like, marzipan. I'm, I'm gonna t- bring up ten kinds of candy. That I'm gonna also do my German like. accent if you don't shut up. Do it because Hammer wants it, and she gave money. Zeigfiefenfein. <laughs> That was a made-up word. 
I don't even know what you said. I can never even repeat it. I can't repeat it. That was a one-time only thing. Okay, so we have a wonderful <laughs> guest you, today on the show. Her name is Christine Blackburn. She's the host of Story Smash, an amazing comedy show. The best. Where I've, I've been on it twice now, where you go and they spin a wheel and you have one minute, three minutes, and then more minutes to talk about a story. <laughs> Improv, you do it with comedians. I did it with like real comedians who do stand-up storytelling <laughs> all the time in front of like super famous people but so she did it great and we talked about <sighs> this before Trish did an amazing job and christine is just awesome she's as just a, a human lovely being. person like, she's the best so she hit me up on email during quarantina and was like hey <laughs> can i be on your show and i thought we were going to be on her show and then i reread the email and i'm like cool so also you want to be on our show? Great. Like, I know. wow. She's like famous to us. Like, thank you, Christine. So, Christine. You've heard her on our Halloween episode. She sent in a great story oh, about yeah. how she sorted her Halloween candy and mapped out her room. I know. I feel like I know a little bit about her life. Yeah. She mentioned her brothers and sisters. And I was like, the Halloween candy. Yes. And I'm like, why do I know that about you? It's, yeah. like, it's so funny when you share stories. You like, you start feel like you know, know someone's history. You start to piece someone's life together, which is fascinating. She's she's amazing. So this next segment is us with her. And be sure to check out our show notes for uh, storyworther.com. And if you're available on Sundays at 6 or 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, 9 Eastern, the Sunday Story Hour of Power. She actually has past guests on her show from her podcast on live on like Zoom and you can like buy a ticket, but there's a free version too. And you can hear people tell a, like a 10 minute story who are like, most of them are famous comedians or famous folks that she's been, have had on her. She said, I mean, you guys, I can't even like list the litany of amazing people she's had on her show. And as judges, like Trish Marsak, um, including myself, I'm just saying, <laughs> no, but she's super fun. And we Aren't really company? bonded with her immediately when we met her. Like it was, there's like an energy between us, which yeah. I, I really love. Like well, she's, she's just a, our people. She's like a storyteller at heart. And I think that's what and an artist. we are. And also like everyone that listens to the show probably is a storyteller of some or sense, enjoys whether you listening. write or not. Everyone tells stories. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. part of life. And it's it's like the fundamental, like, sitting around the fire telling stories. Yeah. Like, that's literally, like, where humanity comes from, in my opinion. Absolutely. And so it's just, she's, she's like, the curator and keeper of that. And yeah. I feel like that's very sacred. So. It's amazing. And she has her own amazing stories. So check her out if you haven't already listened to her podcast. I know a few of you have been, like, since I was on Sports Story Smash, I've started listening, and I'm so glad because it's it's a great podcast. I look forward to it every week. So Do she's it. got over like I don't know 250 episodes or something. Go There's binge so that shit, much everybody. to it's listen nice to when you and can find something to binge. Usually a little bit light and funny, and she's just great. So um, yeah, so we're honored to have her on our show. So that's our next segment, and then we um, did a right club together. <laughs> We uh we did a right club uh, I mean not a right club a writing prompt with um Miss Christine so you can hear our writing prompt here you go and uh, write it bitch together okay here it is bye is it here now it's here it's here now <laughs> now it's here. <laughs> Okay, well, we have a guest on the bench today. Yes, welcome, Christine Blackburn. Hey, you guys. It's so good to have you here, and uh, we're so sorry that you haven't been able to have Story Smash I live. I know, me too. So long. You must be having withdrawals. Yeah, I am, actually. I love that show so much. I really do. But it's I so saw, much fun. I saw Thanks. your Sunday Hour of Power. So yeah, so you've I got... started another show. Exactly. Yeah, tell us about it. Okay, the Sunday Hour of Power is super fun because really it just comes down to one hour of solid entertainment. Five storytellers. We each tell a 10-minute story, and there's a little bit of time for a Q&A at the end. So it's just yeah. one hour. It's perfect for television. On the East Coast, it starts at 9 p.m., and uh, here on the West Coast, it starts at 6 p.m. But, of course, you can tune in from anywhere in the world. And yeah. uh, it's great. I, I'm, uh, so I'm booking four uh, storytellers slash comedians that have been on my show, The Story Worthy Podcast. And so I already know they're great storytellers. And so uh, 
it's just been super fun. This week is our third one. So, yeah. Yeah. I saw that. It looks awesome. Thanks. We have to We have to go. I'll put the link in the show notes. I get your, I'm on your email list, so I oh, get good. all your notifications. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Storyworthypodcast.com, that will also have all the links and how you can get tickets. Yeah. There's, so, al- there's always a free option, by the way. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Yay. Cool. Yeah. So, also, I'm sure we're supporting a good group of people and you by you know buying a ticket you're so sweet yes no storytelling is like the most important thing i mean except all the other things but it's really (laughs) it's really (laughs) except for the the murder hornet the government the racism besides that yeah besides the world blowing up right now the country on fire yeah no i mean and all of our personal problems and oh yeah a pandemic (laughs) yes no but storytelling i mean in the midst of everything though i feel like it's so important because um it's just i mean i work for a nonprofit fundraising storytelling is like what I do like because it's like if I don't tell a story to inspire somebody to give money then like you know they're not going to just be like here's the money so of course it's definitely like just and through everything we do but yeah, yeah sure. no supporting writers and comedians and creatives and I think it's just as important as supporting you know grocery store clerks and other folks like it's it's, it's still all important needs to be yeah it really supported. is because if we're not around somebody's going to miss culture you know exactly. sooner or later people are going to start missing art no they will it's the most important maybe except for all the other things <laughs> so yeah. tell us and toilet of, paper but. I know right uh, so tell us a little bit about your how you started out as a writer or a comedian or which came first you know like what what's your tell us a little bit tell about your, your story, story. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, I guess as a writer, I've always written. Um, even as a kid, uh, I always like to write. I have uh, old journals of mine, and uh, you know that that was the only thing I even was slightly good at in school was like English or writing. I was terrible at math, and uh, same through college. Same. Same. Uh, yeah, and then uh, I started traveling quite a bit, and I would always like do a journal wherever I went. So. Uh, I started writing, I think it's really through journaling. And I continue to write really everything. I've never written a fictional character, now that I think of it. Ha, oh, that's funny. It's always a, it's always a journal of always. your personal... I don't like even... A mem- like a memoir, really. It's always I mean, that, yeah. It's yeah. always that, because it's like... Uh, I don't know. I've led a, a really interesting life, so I don't really need to make anything up. I don't know. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's so good. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know, because uh, on your website, there's a picture, or there was a picture of you on a motorcycle naked. I was just thinking about And I want to know how that happened, please. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's such a, a That's fun like a show, right, that you did? No, uh, yeah, oh. actually, I, well, it is. It's the poster of a show, but I didn't do for, I didn't do the picture for the show. That just happens to be what I use What you do the, on the uh, side? <laughs> no, no, I mean, that was just something I did. It was just like a stunt. And, just uh, a Wednesday for Christine. I mean, <laughs> just a little nudity on a bike. No, you know, I met this guy and we were dating, and um, we'd only been dating like maybe a month or two months, not long at all. And uh, he had a motorcycle, and we used to ride all the time. Every date was about going out on the bike, and we would, Fine. you know, ride through the Malibu Hills and uh, Topanga Hills, you know, and the canyons and. Uh, anyway, I was turning 50, and I just one day out on one of those rides, I was thinking uh, about, well, I, you know, I just wanted a picture. I wanted a picture in essence of, I don't know, turning 50 years old. It was monumental, obviously it is, yeah. and I wanted to do something kind of crazy. And, uh, the, you know, so I'm out with this, I'm going out with this guy on the bike, and we're always on the motorcycle. And at the same time, uh, I had been getting all these flyers from AARP, like in, oh when I was like 47, 48, 49, and they were like sending me like, um, like why are you doing yeah, this? they yeah. wanted to give me yeah. like tote bags and lunch bags and <laughs> ice packs. And I was like, I don't know what is going Denture on, but I don't want to be in your club. Diapers. Yeah. It's so crazy. Oh and so, um, Anyway, so I was thinking about being on the motorcycle. And, you know, AARP now starts at the age of 50. And anyway, I just started thinking, like, um, uh, it would be so fun to take a picture on a bike naked. I'd also had uh, in my mind this shot that Richard Branson, 
that guy who owns Virgin Airlines or whatever, he yeah. he's a really rich guy in England, and he has a lot of whimsical pictures on his, uh, they're around, if you ever Google the guy in images. Like, there's a mm-hmm. naked girl hanging on his back water skiing, and there's a naked girl this way or that way, and it's always so ridiculous. Like, he's so rich, you can have <laughs> naked chicks hanging on him. Hanging <laughs> off of him. But all yeah, the pictures are kind of like, yeah, but all the pictures are kind of like tasteful, like you never really see anything, and they're just kind of fun. It's kind of witty in a way. Yeah. And so I was kind of thinking of that. So I knew I was I wanted to take a naked picture, but I also knew that I wasn't going to show anything, as it were. Right, So right. Uh, I had a, a girl that I'd used before to take headshots and stuff, and I really trusted her. And um, then I hired a wardrobe girl. She didn't have much to do. <laughs> and, and then I told them my idea. Ever. And, uh, my ex and I sort of, like, we scouted the canyon and where we thought it'd be some, somewhat private or whatever and, you know, the background and stuff. And uh, then one day we went out and um, the, my photographer, she, she set up along the roadway. She had, like, a big um, like a big light, you know, like a kind of, a, one of those kind of flashes that go off. Not, not yeah. a flash, but like a, Almost I like don't a know, a light, some sort of lighting flag or yeah. something, yeah. And I did have my wardrobe girl slash makeup girl who was just kind of helping me. And uh, anyway, we did we we shot for like five hours. There were like maybe wow. oh my god, maybe eight hundred photos. Five wow. hours of naked. So to in the one. future, we're gonna have a, a coffee table book just yeah. called Naked Christine. <laughs> well, it's kind of fun. And the, the really the, a lot of the pictures are really really cool. They're they're really good shots, but. Um, the point is, when I got the picture back, uh, I, I liked it a lot. And I ended up just on a lark. I sent it to AARP. <gasps> I, I sent it to their, whatever it was, publicity, I think, or something. But And I just wrote, you know, this is 50. Kind of like yeah. that. Like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Cool. yeah, it was really funny. And then um, they offered, I'm not kidding, they offered to put the picture. Uh, <gasps> they wanted to put the picture on the, uh, let me just close this window billboard they wanted to put the picture on on the front of their like um digital platforms and the title was going to be uh the new 50 oh yeah i know and it was really fun and they paid me and they're gonna pay me and they ended up paying me eight hundred dollars and i was really excited about that yeah eight hundred bucks and i had paid the photographer 750 and i had paid the other the other girl 50 so it all kind of washed oh no i paid well whatever the point is it all covered your house yeah Yeah. and and i (laughs) bought lunch and stuff so um anyway yeah no and i was really excited because you know it's kind of cool and that's like the idea of the shot is like that you're older but you're not like whatever and so the night before it was supposed to go up the the night before it was supposed to go up uh i got an email from uh an editor not like the big editor but they said that uh, that uh, AARP decided that it was too risque. Oh no! <laughs> they were gonna use it. it but they so still crazy. paid you. Yeah, and they, they never paid used me. It. Yeah. They paid you. Though. I know. Oh. It was so crazy. <laughs> and then I called the. I got a hold of the Huffington Post, and then they put it on their front page. So that was really Awesome. Yeah, so it's fun. It is on the oh. website. It's on uh, ChristineBlackburn.com. That's where yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. That is so cool. It's well, a long story, sorry. You remind me right now of, I think it's Molly Shannon. Yeah, right? she's like, I'm 50, and she kicks, and she's like, <laughs> have I you seen that character? Yeah, she's yeah. like, I'm 50. From <laughs> SNL, no? Just, <laughs> just look on YouTube. Go yeah. look for yes, that, because it's hysterical. It's like 90s Molly Shannon, so when we were in our, like, our 20s, we used to be like, I'm 50, and now we're like, oh, we're almost fucking 50. Like, <laughs> We're almost like I'm gonna kick on I my birthday. I feel like I'm still thirty, but I, I know. guess I'm not. So yeah. quickly, it's just wild how how fast it's it weird. happens. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. I don't feel it at all. Sometimes I feel it though in terms of like my body and not oh, being yeah. able to do what I used to be able to do. But uh, like inside, I know it's so cliche, but it's true. I, I feel like twenty eight all the time. Yeah, always. I yeah. think so too. I mean, my parents are in their seventies and. People never, every time they tell people how old they are, they're like, really? You're that old? Because they just have like a youthful spirit. Yeah. And I think that that's really what it is. It's like, you know, they you don't give in to that. Like, oh, I'm just going to like chill out and do nothing. Like, you know what I mean? And it's just staying current. And like, I just, I, I don't know. I still feel like, okay, so I left home at 18 
And when I got to like decorate a dorm room, that was like so cool, like on my own with my roommates or whatever. And I still feel like that now. Like we moved in this house two years ago and it's like, oh, I get to hang pictures up where I want to. And I'm, you know, I'm like, what, when will that go away? Like that, that like <laughs> idea, like I remember walking in my mom's room as a kid and it was just such, just so, so like the, the way the matching dresser set and the headboard and everything was matchy, matchy. And I'm like, not like that at all. I don't even have a headboard. <laughs> Just have like a mattress, and you know what I mean. I'm just not like that. But like, I look around my room sometimes, and I'm like, this is so much. This is so different than what my experience as a kid was. Yeah. Like with my own parents, I'm so just more. I feel like younger in that I can't decide sometimes like what to put on the wall, or I can't even (laughs) I can't even nail myself down to like what style our furniture is. Well, there's a few things. There's a few things. Number one, you're a different generation, obviously. Yeah. 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 And so you have more choices. But also, number two, you're obviously an artist, Trisha. Yeah. You're an artist. Is that your bench behind you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah, okay. so when we do live cast, we sit, we pull the bench forward. And I love that it. so much. I honestly, I've always had a bench in my life. I even have one now out in our courtyard. Oh. I love it. I always have one because it's like an automatic piece of furniture for at least two people, and it's sturdy. Yep. And you could put it outside, you could put it inside. And the idea is that somebody comes and joins you. I love yes. a bench. Exactly. And it's a people yeah. watching tool, which is what, yeah. why we're called Two Girls on the yeah. Bench. Because whenever we go anywhere and sit on a bench, something weird happens or we see something. something always happens. Like always. we're just like something weird, usually. <laughs> And we're like, well, that was an interesting affair. So I realized after my mom (laughs) passed away, I got a lot of her furniture. And she has what's called a deacon's bench, which is more of like an antique wood with like the polished like painting on the back. Um, I'll send you a picture. You wouldn't put it outside. No, it's an inside bench that we always had in our foyer or next to the window. There's pictures of me and my sister from like three years old on sitting on this bench in our Easter dresses all my life. (laughs) And one day it dawned on me. I've had a fucking bench my entire <laughs> life. Like, and now I have my mom's bench and my own bench. Like, yeah. it's kind we've of We've taken this bench into the street. Yeah, we've, taken, we've done places. photo shoots in the street with the bench. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. yeah. I love it. It's heavy, isn't it? I can tell. Yeah. Oh, it's, a, it's an outdoor bench. <laughs> and I was going to put it on my patio, but we keep doing, we just finished live stream for the cure. We, we just... We just reached today $10,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. Holy cow, that's and amazing. going on right now, it's with a, another podcast called Epic Film Guys. It's the fourth annual. It's our second time doing it as podcasters. Wow. And we do, like, four days of live stream. Amazing. On, like, Twitch. So, anyway, so we pull our bench forward, and that's why there's a backdrop right now, because... <laughs> After we're done with you, we're doing shots for the last the session at eight o'clock Eastern when we pass the goal of twelve K. So. We started with wine, we'll move on to shots. That um, is so great. Where are yeah. all your kids right now? Super fun. So mine are at my house with my husband, hopefully. I mean, we never know with my kids. And then um Trish, well, I don't know where your kids oh, are, but they're not. Yeah, here. I don't know where they are either. No, mine <laughs> Your we kids have are little. I hope you know where they are. <laughs> we have oh uh, my, my husband has his his mom and and stepdad in Newbury Park lo- locally, so they're over there hanging out uh, for the afternoon. And it's been kind of like our that monogamous thing during COVID, where we're we still have the grandparents right here. So sure, you know, it's been and us nice. Yeah, and us me. too. Yeah, so it's also. been nice to actually be monogamous able to be friend. with each other a little bit. <laughs> No, that's great to have that, man. You're lucky. That's great. We, yeah. di- we didn't for quite a while. Yeah. And then finally, like, at a certain point when everybody had been quarantined for so long, we're like, all right, like, I just need to come Forget to your house. Forget about it. Yeah. Like, also, <laughs> I can't record anything on my own, mm. just as a side note. So, like, when I tried to do a Skype thing, I fucked it all up. So <laughs> we, have, I mean, yeah, we have to trust people sooner or later. Sooner yeah, or later. Especially exactly. our close friends. Yeah. And I, if I know you didn't just get back from, like, the Ozarks on a party boat or something. Right? I was just talking about that that's so funny that you said that i know exactly. i was like mm, everyone's getting covered in that story yeah. anyway yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, we're trying not to party i mean we're just partying here <laughs> I know just, wine. party I know. now is just me and you and a bottle of wine which is kind of how it's always been so <laughs> maybe some popcorn it's not like it was much different before so wild all i did was come to your house and go home it's pretty much my life so i mean i have a job too but How's anyway. your how's your daughter managing during this? Oh, you know, I'm lucky she's 13 and so she's pretty independent. Um, but I feel bad just about her friends and stuff. She had a social distance yeah. play date yesterday 
they met yeah. in front of the high school, like in the field, and um, I, I wasn't there. Too. But yeah, so we're trying to do, and of course she's on Zoom all the time and this and that. But um, you know, it sucks, man. I feel bad. It's for really her. hard for them. I feel it's so hard. bad for all the kids that were like graduating from high school and yeah. college because it's just like. Kind of a bummer. What a bummer. I mean, because those <laughs> things for me, like, I remember them being a big deal and just being able Grad to hang night. out with your friends and yeah. share that. And I'm like, God, Did these day. poor kids. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, these poor kids, it's like they're just like, okay, I guess I'll Drive just, through like, graduation like, now. You know. Yeah. They'll be called, like, the COVID generation or something. They will. I told. <laughs> yeah, they have their own little. We have a noisemaker around here. We have a lot, a lot of, of noisemakers. No, as a blossoming fourth grade teacher now from COVID, um, except not math. Luckily, my husband's super good at math. <laughs> oh, and good. He likes it. He likes <sighs> fractions and geometry and shit. So I'm like art, but. English, whatever, but he does the rest. But I have a preschooler and a fourth grader. So I feel I kept telling my, my, my nine-year-old, almost 10-year-old, I'm like, look, this is going to be something you talk about and remember for a long time you're gonna be able to say like i lived through that i went through fourth grade on that i went through fifth grade on that you know like this is is gonna be cool actually one day to say that you were there when this happened like this is history making right now yeah although it sucks yeah and she's you know we've rearranged every room in the house it's the reality (laughs) it is what it is right now yeah Yeah. for sure but well, so we um, did a writing prompt. Oh together. yeah, I like forgot about it. Yeah, right. as a as a as a group here, and um, the three minutes writing prompt that we always do for Write It Bitch, and um, this writing prompt, I'll just tell you what it was, and then we'll all share. Yeah. So, um, so the writing prompt is, "You're one of them now," she whispered softly. So that's the writing prompt, and then. We all. Uh, she was just writing me a. a oh note. no, I'm writing myself a note. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh no. I make, well, usually I make, you just tell me stuff. Oh no, but, I make okay. show notes. You've never seen me writing during our podcast. Like, I, I, have, I make show notes the whole usually entire Usually we don't show. sit this close together. It's <laughs> gonna sound weird, but like She's usually like, it's I a turn. secret message. I know, it says, Mom. It says story hour of power. I just wanted to make a note for the I show. I do notes. that with my friends at work. Well, now we like chat, but like before we would like write notes to each other during a meeting and like slide it back and forth. And I thought you were doing that. And no. I was like, Oh, what are you gonna tell me? Shut up, Donna, or stop talking, or your sound is fucked up. I That's don't know. too funny. I feel like you would have just told me. Okay, anyway, Christine, as our guest of honor, yeah, share your three-minute writing prompt. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm doing it. Here we go. No pressure. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Now I told you. First of all, I told you I've never written fiction, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I still haven't. <laughs> that's okay. No, and that's okay because because that. like she's all meaning. she's like I'm consistent to my brand. No, mine wasn't fiction either. So oh, all right, here we go. Yeah, me either. Uh, when when I was in the Peace Corps, I bought a pair of Teva sandals that were to last me for two years in the, uh, to go to the country of Tonga, which is a group of islands in the South Pacific. Cool. And the uh, the first night I was there, it began it began to rain really hard like rain I'd never seen before. And the island basically just turned into a, like a mud pit. It was like this beautiful, incredible place, but then all of a sudden these clouds came in and like a torrential downpour, and now it was a mud pit. And uh, I was with my homestay family, which is was a mom and a dad and two kids, and we were running through the rain to get to their house, which is just one room. And uh, as we were running through the rain, I realized that they were going much faster than me, and I realized that was because they were barefoot. Oh. Oh. And when I stepped in the mud, my shoes, my tevas, they sunk in deep, and it took strength to pull my leg up and out of the mud each time, and there'd be, like, this huge sucking sound. (laughs) And uh, the next day, I saw my tevas sitting outside of their house, and they were, like, filthy dirty. And I realized, you know what? I don't think I'm going to wear shoes you know like nobody else here wears shoes and uh i wrote to the peace corps director one day telling her how i had gone barefoot because it was easier and she said you're one of them now she whispered oh. softly <laughs> that's so, that's so good. good i love that 
Sorry. Also, are you, are you done? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I, I didn't mean to like... I am done, but it, the thing is, it was just supposed to say, you're one of them now, she whispered softly. I oh. wasn't supposed to say she said, but yeah, okay. Awesome. I love it. No, that was... Oh my god, it was perfect. I feel like I was there with you, like <laughs> in my brain. No, that was oh, amazing. I know, and I was wearing like. How long were you in the Peace Corps? <laughs> they were also stuck in the mud. Yeah, yeah no, I, I have your old Birkenstocks. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, you know, my story is so long and involved, but uh, in a in a in a nutshell, I was I should have been in the Peace Corps for twenty seven months. That's how long everybody goes. Uh, but after just three months, I got uh, sick. I got really sick, mm. and uh, it turns out I had cancer. It's not funny, but that's what happened. Right. And, oh, shit. Yeah, so I had to leave and uh, came home. Uh, uh, it's a long story, but at the end of the day, uh, I couldn't go back to the Peace Corps because I needed CAT scans for years. Right. And uh, that kind of pushed me to move from my hometown of Pittsburgh to Los Angeles. So right. it's been... Uh, on June 18th, that's coming up, it'll be, uh, uh, let's say, 97, 23 years cancer-free. Amazing. Good job. Amazing. Wow. Thank you. You have I mean, to join like us. Job, you you got to yes. join us on the live stream for The Cure next year. Yeah, yeah I know. Sure. I'd love to. The, I'd love to. Oh, my gosh. Because so, the goal was, like, the first the first year they did it, the goal was, like, four to 5,000. Mm-hmm. Last year was, like, let's double it, or the year before, 8,000, and then... ten. Then we did ten just now, and so and, and these guys, and they it. everybody has a story. Yeah, I, they my dad had can't. I mean, I, I'm, it's I'm unfortunate. It yeah, I'd love we've to. got all a uh, 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 six degrees of separation of... to cancer. Like right. now, it it's going to be COVID too. But it's um yeah. So everybody everybody has something, and we. I mean, Paul uh, Chomo from the Varmus podcast ate like huge water bugs to raise money. <laughs> It's gross. He does his whole podcast is about yeah, animals and blood. No, but it was it was we hilarious. Make you eat water, Thank you, Sean. No, but everybody did something. Like last night there were some folks karaoke that probably shouldn't have been. Like it's, it's just we had puppets in our bit. We made some food. Oh, yeah. We, we made a live snack. Yeah, yeah. No, you got to join us. Yeah. Well, I'm going to hook you up with the info next year. Same time, same bat I'll, channel. I'd love to do it. I'll yeah. Do. No, you, you got to yeah. be there with us. Because that's, well, what an amazing story. That's that incredible. Is. I feel like, like not reading my fake story now. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to? Okay. So should we you go ahead? Because mine is like just me. Just do it. Ranting about. Oh, rant. I want to hear it. Yeah, I'm she's like, it's not fair if we don't read ours, so. All right. So, I mean, that's how I would feel. <laughs> so, I'm, a, yeah, no, we always read them. I'm just, and we're not supposed to give disclaimers, but I just did. So, look at me, I'm. We're the worst. Okay. So, you're one of them now, she whispered softly. It was the voice in my head as I stared at my gray hair running rampant, yoga pants and no makeup. Yep, you're that quarantine person. <laughs> and mom, who says things to her daughter while watching the news. Do you want me to tell you what's going on, or do you want to remain ignorant? <laughs> Daughter replied, I'm good. And I became the insane mumbling feminist walking around saying, fine, my educated woman's heart is dying, but fine, whatever. I'm that chick one of my activist friends warned me long ago. This is what he said to me. Shauna, one day, your daughter will come to you, and she will say, I'm getting a job at Hooters, and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. <laughs> That's so I your life. <laughs> Last week on I'm, our podcast, she called her her daughter. What did you say about not wanting to watch Little Women? Yeah, or, I was like, I was like, look at Louisa May Alcott. She wrote Little Women. It's really important because we're watching the movie. We're not even reading it. And I like that you're getting a beer right now. <laughs> <laughs> She's all, let's get down to this. Um, and I said to my, well, I mean, this is on our podcast, like, last week. Or the week yeah, before, but week, I was yeah. just like, well, she's the one that made it so people like you could just be a bitch and not do anything. <laughs> I don't know what I said. I'm, like, horrible. My daughter's You're 13. Like, oh, understand. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's 13, and she is a feisty 13, let's just say. And, like, she's actually a really good person. But, like. She she gets in these things where she's like, I don't care, I don't care. And I'm just like, well, you should care. And then I get. She's like, you then, should realize what the woman before you have gone through so you can be ignorant and, and be a little like, bitch. Blah, 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 blah. She's like playing it because you're like. I want a t-shirt that says yeah. that. Like. Yeah, I hear that, man. <laughs> so anyway, I am that crazy feminist mumbling, talking to myself, 
with my gray hair and my yoga pants. So anyway. Oh, nice. Oh, we have that one. <gasps> you have a kazoo. I do. Well, we I'm gave her one. Time. Oh. <laughs> but we have that one, too. We have that gold and red one. That's oh funny. Oh, my God. I yeah. love that you nice. have that. Nice. The yes. same exact kazoo. I have many instruments. Yes. I just used that one. You might not want oh. to. I don't Stop COVID, spreading your kazoo germs. Okay. But that's also very typical right. behavior. And, you know, one time I heard that uh, teenagers become so bratty because that if they didn't, you'd like never let them go. Like if they were always the way they were at three, why? four, oh, and five, you would literally not be able to let them go. But they start, I'm, you know, they start yeah. separating from you and that is supposed to be the goal of the parent to be- make them complex. independent. And as they pull away, you become like, this is going to be easier than I thought because they're a little <laughs> bitch, you know? <laughs> and so, but I think it's naturally the way it goes. Yeah. And then after, and I, I, I know, I'm only saying, cause I have, I have like four older sisters and an older brother. So there were a lot of people in my house. And, like, I remember specifically, I didn't talk to anybody from 14 to 18. You oh, know? yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't yeah. talk to anybody in my, in my family. Like, yeah. I don't remember. Like, yeah. So yeah, I think I in think. some ways it's, like, actually that it shows that they're, you know, ready to separate and become independent and they're having their own feelings. And, oh, look at that. They're actually, like, a person, you know? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think it's kind of par for the course. That's good. Thank you. I'm yeah. not there yet with my nine year old. You don't believe a word I say. <laughs> well, the weird thing is, I just, so I, I have an adoptive family. So I just got my kids like six years ago. And like, I'm like, yeah, we're ready to go. <laughs> that sounds terrible. So Shauna dove into the teenager like a little fast. We, we had like more, I had like four extra years to dive into cuteness. being, yeah, of being a teenager. And she had to dive in like earlier than the rest of us. Yeah. Wow. I hit, That's the, rough. I hit the teenage hard early. And like, and I actually, my kids are great. I love them. Yeah. I hugged both of them before I came here. And my son Aww. lets me hug him, which is awesome because he's 15. And that's not always a thing. So, yeah, no, but it's just one of those things where you're like, yeah, I'm good. Like, you know, but I also don't, I don't want her to be, but if she gets a job, maybe I don't care where it is. If it's at Hooters yeah. or whatever. I mean, at least she's got a sense of, a, of responsibility. She's working. Who gives a fuck? Okay, anyway, you do your story. Sorry, because I, right. I will talk about my life for so eight hours. Okay. I, um, yeah, I couldn't go real because I will just start crying. So, so I just went, I went somewhere else. And this will just show you how much I like um, something. Okay. <laughs> the door whooshed open. I lay naked on a metal table. At least I think it was metal because it was cold as hell. Goosebumps for days. Shadowy people hovered over me, whispering. I felt my body getting lifted and moved, almost like I was floating, like a massage without the scent of candles. Hands moved over me. I saw people with buckets, then measuring tapes. Someone put a bra on me. (laughs) As she got closer, I whispered, Heidi? Heidi Klum? (laughs) Yes, she answered, as someone tugged at my hair and fabric poured over my body. Suddenly I was upright. Lights came on and music started. You're one of them now, she whispered. And as I strutted down the runway, a single tear ran down Tim Gunn's face, a tear of pride at the fashionista I'd become. (laughs) Wow, that was really good. Love it. I love Project Runway a lot. (laughs) That was just great, really. That was fun. That was good. I'm like, what would I, I turn it. into? And I was like, aliens. And then I'm like, no, I would turn into like a model. <laughs> and I get I to wear all it. the fabulous clothes. Like, <laughs> I thought it was going to a more uh, medical place. Uh, yeah. Yes. I, at first I was like, I mm, wanted you to think table. that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I wanted to be like, uh, yeah, good. like almost like <laughs> an alien thing. And then I was like, but well, how funny would it be if it was like I got turned into a, a model? And there were buckets because I had to obviously cut off a lot of things. <laughs> Oh, too funny. <laughs> but I love clothes and I love sewing and I love fashion and I love watching I love watching Heidi Klum and Tim Gunn be whatever they are. And yeah. uh, it just once, it takes me out of yeah. all of the world that's going on right now. Like I, yeah, once, I, like I once ran his credit card at an event. I know. I'm so famous right you now. You are. Wow. Interesting. That's a big deal. You are so <laughs> fancy. Anyway. Uh, 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 yeah, no, I um 
So she sews and she's been making masks. It's amazing. She's oh, a sweetheart. Yes. And they're That's like great. really pretty. They're like, they're like solar, not solar. Um, it's like, like space solar fabric. System, yeah. You know, or whatever. Oh, yeah. My, my latest had, one had Saturn on it. I, I had like, a cool. huge thing of space fabric from this like dress we were going to make three Me. years ago. I never made it. I procrastinated. And yeah. then we needed masks and I pulled it out and I'm like, I have a ton of cotton and a ton of flannel. So, yeah. Fun. Trisha, so. was it really Saturn? Because Shauna could have been looking at Pluto I mean, or Jupiter, we don't I know. Think it was, there were rings. Yeah, there were, okay. there were some rings on it. Sure. No, it was now, actually the solar system. Uh, I have seen a lot of handmade masks. I've, obviously, I've, I've seen a lot of masks in general, but uh, some of them, uh, like I saw these ones Alyssa Milano's mom was making. She was talking about it on Twitter. They were so cute, and then people got into a fight. Like, but there's, you know, you could see through them. They're not protecting, and she, and then she wrote back, "No, there's a filter in every one." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's what, but so, but that's just because that's a knit one. Now yours are just out of like a bandana material, or what is yeah, it? Yeah, like a fabric. like a quilting fabric, like yeah. a cotton fabric, and, and that's like what, okay, right? Like what your like cotton curtains would be made out of, or a yeah. cotton. I can only think of like a bed skirt well, for some telling, reason. Yeah, they're telling people like to a, use like, like a what bandana. your sheets yeah. are made out of. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But then to make them more protective, I put a layer of flannel fabric in between. So wow. I had this flannel like from she baby blanket stuff sew, that like, I made. A flannel so, is like a, is like almost fibrous yeah, and can yeah, really like act like a filter. Yes. So like what you wear for a flannel shirt, right? So yeah. it's cotton, flannel, and then cotton. And then you can just machine wash them. Yeah. Because they're just elastic and, and they're done. so simple. I'm really good yeah. at sewing rectangles, so that's that worked so cool. out for me. No, that's great. Um, you can also just, it's nice to wash. I've been, I have a couple that I kind of like, and I don't have like an easy washer dryer. So I wash them out in the sink, and it's easy because they're so it's small. It's dry. And yeah, it's they like can t- dry. It's like boom, and it's done. So yeah, that's yeah, nice to do easy. too, to make them clean like right away. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Well, well this has been mask talk, and uh, I know. <laughs> quarantine chat on the bench. I always with tell Christine everybody that because Trisha's got this beautiful like Midwestern background where she like you know will like bake you a pie or like a cake Aww. or like cup muffins. when shit was like going down for me like suddenly like you know gluten-free banana chocolate chip muffins were on my doorstep That's you know so sweet. and then me and my daughter like wrestled them out of each other you Aww. know and like. She's just like that person, you know what I mean? Like it's really sweet. Even on her story smash, I think she told a story about her mom and like they're just yeah. like the, her mom is amazing. We all love the heck out of her. And like Aww. she's just a sweetheart and so anyway, I don't That's know why nice. I needed to say that, but I just did. Because she's been nice. through a lot of shit recently and I'm like you're nice. Thank Aww. you. I'm becoming more jaded as the days go on. So we'll just see where I end up. But you're nice. I'm just going to hang on to you Thank with you. your banana muffins. Thank you. You are lucky, though, to have, like, kind of quarantine friends, as it were. You know, I have a few people that uh, come in. My boyfriend comes over on the weekends and stuff. But, like, uh, and my daughter has had these play dates in the yard. But we haven't had, like, play dates in the house. That being said, they come to play in the yard. Then they run upstairs to go to the bathroom. So it's like, you're already in my house. Yeah. 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 I think we just have to kind of like sooner or later trust some people at a, you know a little at a time. A little at a time. If, not a huge yeah. party. Not a yeah. A and if they have them into a, a bar, if they have them into a yeah, they have them yeah. In, you know to China recently or whatever and, or Florida you know, or really yeah. anywhere. Maybe they were in Italy or <laughs> Greece or I, I'm just saying. Yeah. Sooner yeah. or later, we have to at least trust like our people. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Our chosen family. Yeah. <laughs> now they sure. are opening up. Uh, they're opening up comedy clubs uh, next <gasps> weekend in Arizona. Oh, oh wow. interesting. So you're flying yeah. out there. Do you think that Tempe, you'll... Phoenix. Do you think, when do you, I mean... I'm going to fly back, I'm going to fly down to Tempe, put on a show. <laughs> do it. <laughs> I feel like I'm just showing up and I don't even tell anybody. Yeah, like, I'm doing hey, like, I'm doing like, don't you yeah. know who I am? I have a wheel. <laughs> that's right. I got, I, yeah, that's right. I got a wheel in my trunk and I'm ready to roll. I'm going to hit Phoenix and Scottsdale. I'll swing up to uh, Kingston. You don't know. Tucson, there you go. Oh my god, your show is so fun. Like, we loved it. I mean, Trisha did a trial run, or not a trial run, but it felt like a trial run at at the Outlier Festival (laughs) and told some really funny stories. You're right. She's a good, she's a good, like, on the go person to do that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because you're improv. I I failed a little bit on my second story, I feel like. After I was on your show, all I could do was retell my story better yeah. in my head over and over better, and over again i'm like longer why didn't i start with my mom died five years ago i would have had sympathy automatically and then i could have like done this and then this and like 
and uh, then I couldn't re-listen to it on your podcast for like a month, and then oh, I finally listened to it. And, and then I was did, so right? nervous. Oh, yeah, gosh, but I was so just funny. it just made me so nervous to listen to myself because it's. I mean, I did improv in college, but like it's oh, you know she was hilarious. Too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like she's. Yeah, she would like bring Anyways, a guitar out and like, like make the, songs. The that, Trisha, yeah. uh, no, no, after, I don't know. After a while in life, you need like it. why not? You know, after right? a while, it's like we have to just let go and do what we want to no, do. No, I really appreciate the opportunity, Christine. Like that was that was a you really were huge highlight. You were so adorable. You were. That was a packed night, as I recall. That was awesome. It was. Yeah, it was, that was really fun. awesome. It was, it was fun, was... and we were glad to go somewhere. I mean, I think my son had a party while I was gone and like destroyed my yes, house. But hey, he it did. was worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Did he really? Did he really? How many people did he have over? It wasn't that many, but it was destructive enough. Anyway, he, he yeah. didn't even try to clean it up or what? No, we got, well. They surprised him when they came home. Yeah, it was a big, like, oh, look what you did with your. Yeah, anyway. Sorry. It's, it's, yeah, but it was like, but we had so much fun that it didn't matter. Cause I was like, I'm glad. Cause we like, cause we're like, you know, moms and you don't always go places. You don't do a lot of, I mean, just like, you know, yeah. in the evening. Sure. Yeah. Like, like we used to when we were young. Yeah. And so it was so fun to go out and like, it's adorable. Yeah. Person. I can yeah. see that. No, I can see that. <laughs> so well, it was fun. Let's, let's end with you telling uh, folks where they can find you oh, and thanks. follow you and listen to you. It is funny how people get, um, you know, there's so much social media now and like people like just spew out all this stuff and it's like, I don't I know, know if anybody's listening or remembers. So I just say uh, storyworthypodcast.com because if you just say one thing, then from there, if they really want to dig they in. They can link to everything else. Yeah. You know, because yep. I, ha I have like four websites now and sometimes I don't think that's smart, but other times I think like. Well, you're separating I the thing. Yeah, I have three actually, three. Yeah. I don't know how to avoid that, and yeah. so I just have it that way. But I don't want to tell people more than that because it's too confusing. I, yeah. Absolutely. But so. if you can link from one to the other, yeah, they're all linked. Yes, yeah, so and you then can always you jump on Twitter and Instagram from there. And Christine's yeah. super active on both. And and uh, yeah, I highly recommend checking out her podcast, which is so fun. I mean, we've had a couple of folks that listen to us that started paying attention after outlier after we spoke about you and send us comments that how much they loved your podcast and Aww. how they're listening now on twitter and and um how, like writers a lot of writers that we work with oh, in our yeah. right club um you know they're like oh my gosh this is so fun to listen to these you know Thanks. on the yeah, spot stories I, I keep and, it as uh, real as i can and just like I don't know. I'm very naturally curious. So uh, for me, Great. I'm just excited Great. to talk with somebody and like, you know, figure it all out. It's fun. Yeah. I love no, it. it's, it's perfect. It's so we love great. it. So well. keep it up. And um, yeah, hopefully we'll catch you on a Sunday story hour of power. That'd be great. Uh, Thank coming you. Coming up That'd here. Be wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. All the details again are at storyworthypodcast.com. So there you go. There you go. All right. Awesome. Okay, awesome. well, thank you so much, Christine. Thanks, Trisha. Thanks, Shauna. Thanks for doing I love you guys. We love you too. Really yeah, fun. thanks for writing with us. That you was guys amazing. Are awesome. Oh my God. Now I just want to run around barefoot. I, mean, I, I just want to ride a motorcycle been, naked right now. <laughs> like, I have a new goal. 50 is only like three years away. So, you know. Well, why let's don't you do start your, your ukulele band? And then I the know. that you can play on the Story Where the Hour of Power, you guys can join in. <laughs> or, like, maybe kazoos. Oops. Yeah, yeah. We got kazoos. <laughs> a kazoo and a ukulele. I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. <laughs> Sounds like comedy and in the making. And that's why we like you. That's right. <laughs> no, I'm going to send you the thing right now. Awesome. All right. I love Thank you, you Christine. Bye. Love you, too. Love you too. Bye. <laughs> this has been a transmission of the Podfix Network. For more about this show and other great Podfix programs, go to podfixnetwork.com.